Hello Firewood Warriors! I am prepping for my Heaven in the Bowl AM and PM edition. Gonna organize my supplements, that's what you hear now. I am doing my Caesar Training Day video coming up. My workout of the day is gonna be a strong one for core. But today's lesson in FD8 was about the most important relationship in the life of every woman and every person. But being a woman, and maybe I'm the only one again, remember? We have been conditioned into striving for goals and things to make us happy from childhood. And I don't know about your upbringing, but I'm going to tell you my story and how I see it, and also how I coach my women. And before anyone gets it twisted, in my coaching I have a variety of women, and women with different needs and different goals and different ambitions. What they all have in common, they don't have someone they trust who they can talk who is on their side as a female. It's almost like they can't trust another female. Because every female might be a competitor trying to steal something from you, compete with you, trying to replace you, you know. And here I am thinking about all the clients who are terrified about the younger generation who are our replacements. Listen, my super women. Be happy for the young women and remember you're only once young. And it's nothing that stays the same to want to be young. You want to feel great and feel young, but you don't want to be back there anyway. So let them have what you have when you're young. You know, the beauty and the perky body. And then realize there's so much more and the most time of your life, if you're lucky to be alive, is the aging. Because you want to grow old, you don't want to grow, you don't want to grow, stay young, right? But when you think about it, you want to grow old and wise, and you want to never grow up. And that is what I have made my whole life mission, because my role model was people always talking. And I grew up with a mom who divorced and was hustling for getting us through. And I remember how she never backed down. And she told me, don't hold back. Don't let fears hold you down. And she also told me, never let them wait for a man. Like, don't ever wait for a man. He's just a man. That was the kind of routine. And influenced by her heartbreak, of course, because she would divorce two times we married, the last ones are three marriages. And I remember when I was a child and my mom was in school. No, she wasn't. She was in church. We were in church singing. I'm trying to focus. And uh, we were doing some kind of stage performance. I was singing in the choir and she had four choirs. I was in them all because I was talented. So I could sing in, what do you say, different pitches and we do it together. So. And I was shy, and I was trying to hide behind my mom's leg. And she, she kind of just pushed me, and she like, get off me, get away from me, stay on your own. And I remember, I felt so, so shy, embarrassed. I felt so embarrassed, and I never got away from that. But what I got from that moment was that, aha, I gotta, I gotta fight for myself. I cannot hold on to anyone. And I say that with all the love, and I love my mother. So what my mom has had her, her life been guilt. She has been holding on to guilt for the way she was as a mother. And I tell her over and over and over. I don't think my other siblings do this. 
I said, Mom, you were the perfect mother the way you were for me. I could not have had a better mother because you made me independent, because the way you were made me move out at 15 on a full forward ambition where I'm gonna go. And then I was doing that and I moved away so I could keep on having that little eating disorder for myself. That was my ambition. But life didn't want me to get away with that. So one day, once the February 20, 1999, I walked by and saw Arnold Schwartz on the cover and I just thought that's what I want. I want the body because the body image symbolizes the discipline that I didn't have because I couldn't control my urges, I couldn't master my mind, and I needed to master my body because somehow that was what I wanted. I needed the dream body. I didn't know, but that was the obsession, and I was going to have it my way, you know. That started all. And that bicep, that flex, still in my mind about mind over matter and fight for what you want. So that is what I do then for my women. So fast forward now that I'm a loner and I'm a solitary person by choice. I have always been this way and my younger life I loved adventures with men. I love playing the game. I love men. I love men. I love passion and I love uh, sex with the right, the right person you're in love with and so on. You know all the seduction, all the desires and all that. Been there, done that. There's nothing that I need to satisfy in that department. I'm really happy. Because I also know this about myself. That nothing that is desireful and wantful or want that makes me desire will ever stay the same. Which means no matter what love interest, what object, what fantasy, what desire I will find in my life, in a man, in a food, in a workout, in an outfit, in a body, in a destination, a home will never satisfy me continuously until forever. And that is a big problem that people don't want to realize that you are trying to fight how life is. That you're going to always be on a kind of balance and how much are you putting into one area versus another. You know, it all adds up. So then, think about how women in general are told that if you don't get married, you are not good enough. If you're not looked if you don't look the prettiest, how are you going to find someone? It's all about leveling up, making sure that you look attractive. Almost like try to, don't ever show your personality. Because if you show your personality, ooh, maybe someone doesn't want you. Because you're opinionated, you have an opinion, you have a thought. And you're a woman at all. Can't do that combination. Too dangerous for the world at 2023. Oh, it's 2024. I live in the past. Ah. So... The whole thing then that we all kind of grow up with is told that looks is most important for a woman. Being successful in looks and not having any needs, not having human functions, not having anything that is kind of a problem for other people. If you have a fart or if you want to eat, no, no, no. Apparently women are supposed in a culture to kind of just suck it up and just starve all your life and then you wonder why can't women be happy, right? And then the, the diet that is a solution presented to every woman is little wellness, little sensible little meals. And there's a tiny that you think, is this supposed to make me get a dietary orgasm? Because I wouldn't pick a mini dick if I'm straight and a woman and I want to be satisfied in bed. Would you? That's how I see when you keep on <laughs> choosing these fad diets. So for me, it's like, 
one flake after another flake after another flake and you didn't even look if they have STDs, right? You just take them home and hope to make it because you don't think you're worth anything more. So that's not an issue I have because I know my body's my temple. You bet I am not just inviting whatever wants to put something into me. Do you think so? Why would I do that? Why would I want any random dude have fun with my body when my body's my temple? I don't know where he's going. Because here's the thing. If I were to commit to a man, for instance, I would have to know he's just a man. I cannot make him into thinking some higher expectations that he's not going to be a human. And that's what I want all you women to know, that the way you can't trust yourself influences the way you're not trusting other people. If you know how men are wired in general, they're supposed to have a wandering eye. And you know who's also supposed to have checking your options? Women. Why do you think women can get pregnant and get ovulation and, and breastfeed and still get pregnant? Because you're designed for it. You are designed to find, hey, maybe there's a better kind of suitor for your offspring. That's why you have desires. And it's no different that you have desires because you live in a world where you notice you can have all these desires in food that just makes you forget the body, right? And that's what gets you in trouble. You can't handle your desires. You can't master your mind. You get in trouble and then you don't know what to do and it's just overwhelming. And here you are, just like everyone else, eating fast food, eating the wrong source of food that will make you think you're starving. You can't do this because you keep on, again, going for the cheap dates. And that then goes into the whole story here that I stand up for women to realize you are worth happiness, you're worth taking care of yourself, you're worth everything, you are worth respect and that comes from you and it starts with you because there's not one man in the whole world who can fulfill your self-relationship. It's not a man's job to make sure you feel pretty enough. It's not a man's job to make sure that you know that you are some person worth knowing. It's not in one man, it's not going to be all that. And if you put him on a pedestal, you bet he's going to go back on his word because he's a man. And then you're going to realize that you have not accepted that you're human and everyone else because you keep on judging people by what they do when they're human. And that's when you end up being sad. Then you go back here and wonder why are you keeping on having these men who are not treating you with respect, who just take you for granted, who keep on cheating on you, or stabbing the back, who you don't even know because you think you don't deserve it better. And then what do you do? You medicate with the drugs or the food, and you don't think you matter because you've never been told that you're pretty, or you've never been told that it's good enough to just be you. You've never been pretty feeling because it's always about having a mild makeup. You're not allowed as a woman to feel good being kind of ugly looking or you're not allowed to feel like me like hey I woke up of course I'm gonna look like that duh and that doesn't mean that I feel not pretty but I know duh I'm not the prettiest but I don't feel any worth worse about myself I still love myself the same if not more because I know whatever pretty face I have is not gonna last the way people love it pretty because for me I see beauty beyond 20-30. I don't see a natural way of seeing that I'm living my life. I'm a real person. Do you think I would want to look like I've never had a life at all? That's what I feel that 
this obsession about looking so perfect and so made to be someone and, and do you even love that person? Who are you? Do you feel fake? You must feel fake when you're not allowing to yourself to be yourself because you're not good enough, that's what you've been told and you believe it. How is that going to be? So in women, and this kind of rant is just a way of my whole career. I was always told to make sure I fit in, to make sure I'm promoted and marketed, to always look good, to always dress up, to make sure I can do it all. Pretty much show everyone that I can achieve all your goals, that I don't have any interest at all to do, but hey, that's what I'm supposed to do. Because apparently, we're all to compete with goals with people who we don't even want to do, because it's all about having that right. Like, I can do this if I want it. You know what I can't do if I want it? I couldn't be Usain Bolt. I also couldn't all of a sudden decide I want to have five kids, but I'm not going to get fat or I'm not going to allow my body to get pregnant because this six-pack body is what I want, so I'm not going to accept that i got to pay the price, but I'm still going to do it because it's all about having to do all other people can do because for some reason I have to be able to do what I don't even want to do just because. You hear? <laughs> Who cares? Why can't we live through other people, be happy for other people and just remember what makes us us happy on our own? Because if you stop competing, you stop comparing, you realize if you keep on buying into or focusing on everything people say, this is what makes you happy. You're going to be there spending money on the travels, spending money on the cruises, spending money on the vacation, spending money on the money on outfits, spending money on hair, spending money on makeup, spending money on everything that will never last anyway. Because all these looks will go down and you will not look the same. You will look amazing if you have it in you to think that you are wonderful and that is it. And you kind of can see through the collective conditioning from how we are supposed to see beauty. So you see then you kind of take the universal way of seeing that all these varieties of ways, these creations, is all beautiful because it's life. And life is love, and if you can't see that something's wrong with you because you don't love yourself, and then you can't love anything else. Unless it's something that you can never have, because then it's going to be your obsession. And that's going to make you bitter. So, to summarize this, you got to know yourself. That means self-study. If you can't trust yourself, you can't trust anyone else. Stop outsourcing happiness and think you're going to be happy by man. I love men, but they're just one man. So your husband... Your spouse, your partner, or your divorce, or whatever you're going through. Just focus on yourself happy first, and you're going to have the best relationship with yourself and everyone else. Because you're going to finally get through the typical fights in every little relationship. It's based on insecurities, confirmation of validation, that other people are competing, the fears of being cheated on, all that stuff, right? And you can just be calm and peaceful and know, you know, enjoy that company for whatever you want and also stay strong on your own. But just know this, all the things you've been told is to never do, and because if you do, you're unsuccessful, are these things. Being alone, having a cat and being alone, being a loner, being an immigrant with an opinion, not making sure that I'm photo edited all the time, Daring to show up without hair blown at a rest salon. Um, not having a mild thick makeup on, so I look like 20 when I'm 40. How old am I? 42? Um, having the audacity 
having the balls of a woman, yeah, I'm going to say that, that's a good, to actually be just like, hey, I'm me, I'm raw, I'm myself, I know I can look really, really sexy for you guys, if I make an effort, but I'm not making an effort to prove to you what I can do because, hey, I don't care about proving my worth to the world because it's all about myself. And that's what I teach every woman, that the only voice that you care about in the end is yourself and you know what voice is yours. That's the essential message to all my clients. See you. See you training day now.